0: What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala, ba, 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 ba. your Thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news and the buzziest topics, with a touch of
1: what Terrence? With a touch of uh, Instagram drama as well.
0: Instagram drama, eh, a bit yeah. early setting the context for the topics ah uh, bro. No, no, no,
1: no, but also, also because we, we want to talk about Instagram also, alright. Oh, yeah, la, that's yeah, true. Yeah,
0: then it's a bit early for the yeah, segue. We need to finish our our early banter first. Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I ask how's the weather and all
1: that. It's very hot, la. it's very hot. I think uh, apparently there's a a lot of new records being broken in terms of oh, the heat in Singapore, yeah, this couple of weeks. Uh. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. It yeah. is crazy. And like, I,
0: I think, yeah, it's just one of those things that every year it hits you. La. Every year it hits you to realize, oh, shit, how hot it is. And I think it's only going to get hotter in June, la, right?
1: Yeah, that's the crazy thing. Man, you
0: know, oh man.
1: really yeah. missed the, the end of year. The rain winter and la. Yeah. Singapore
0: winter lah. <laughs> winter, exactly. Singapore winter. Yeah, oh. man. But yeah, we can just dive into it, lah. I think yeah, we've yeah, spoken we, about
1: the weather before already. Yeah, no, we wanna talk about our Instagram right? Like I think because uh, we 'cause we've we've been actually uh posting a lot more Instagram recently, lah. <laughs> la. Yeah. So in case just in case you guys think that we're very boring on Instagram, Uh yeah la, we we we're, uh, we're not that boring Why do people think we are boring? <laughs> Come on, Terrence, own it lah. Because okay. we're one of the few that have like we're one of probably first few people in Singapore to get a blue tick, but then after that after we got the blue tick, like <laughs> our, we just never grew here for some reason, right? Uh that's true, la, That's true. And then now I find like when we post
0: new stuff, maybe people followed us back then when we were you know like doing the videos on the street, when they post new, new stuff about like the podcast or Fokri, they're like, I didn't sign up for this shit.
1: Yeah, so then we, <laughs> yeah, we lose subscribers. We lose subscribers. <laughs> Every time we post, we yeah before walk away from our Instagram, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yalabad different lah. Yalabad different.
0: For oh, Ministry of yeah. Funny. Yeah.
1: Ministry of Funny has yeah. it's, it's, been around for a while already. La. So yes, it is. It has gone through various stages of life. But it's is I thought that's the whole point. They follow you, they grow with you as individuals all. No, I think the
0: Ministry of Funny Fans, they didn't know us personally. Yeah. They saw uh, us uh, I think we also didn't share much about our personalities or anything. It was more okay three minute video, boom, boom, boom. Whereas yeah. podcasts we, we Oh we open have 250
1: up. oh your three minute video too short then we give you two hundred and fifty hours of podcast. Yeah that's right. Oh, <laughs> three hundred hours. Like, ah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go TikTok lah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go TikTok. Young, yeah.
0: people, uh, young people. Young people and their attention spans these days. Yeah.
1: But but I I know, I know Instagram just recently, I don't know if you, you've seen or, or I'm just a guinea pig, but there's some new layout for everything. Oh is it? Yeah, now now everything like uh whether it's reels or, or pictures or what, they all look like similar. <laughs> like like they sort of <laughs> like just feed into your phone, like they take up your whole phone screen, whether it's a photo or whether it's a video or but
0: how if the photo is squares uh square photo
1: So... You know the they they present it to you like uh vertically with a top and bottom border that is about the same color as your photo lah. Oh, is it? Uh, so the everything is going vertical already.
0: Going vertical, but eh? it's a
1: bit annoying because yeah, you sometimes I can't tell if oh am I watching a video or am I watching uh am I looking at a picture you know, and like I, I also can't tell if I'm like there are more pictures to swipe and things like that lah.
0: So they are really just going towards uh
1: TikTok lah. They become yeah, yeah, TikTok. I think they're going all in. Like reels is like the top. No, thing but what ingredient. do you mean?
0: What do you mean? Like the the comments don't show up because I'm looking at my feed. The comments still do kind of show up. What you're saying? Everything is vertical.
1: Uh no, not everything is vertical. In the sense that you know, yeah, like when you post a picture and all that, uh. it's meant to be square, right? Yeah. Yeah, but instead of of it being square, now they they sort of uh include a border at the top and bottom, such uh. that it looks it looks uh taller. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like it could have been a video. Um, and then uh, you just, yeah, as you swipe up, then, oh, then, then you, the, the next one's a real. then the next one's a real. then after that, there's a picture, then it's a real. Oh, then it's a real. Oh, as in it wasn't just
0: reels alone. La. Yeah, is.
1: yeah, yeah. It's harder to just, uh, I think previously it's very easy, to say, okay, I want to watch reels, or oh, I want to look at pictures. Now it's all, they're all in the same, they're all in the same thing for me.
0: Then slowly people are going to start posting vertical photos, yeah. then you have to decide, oh, do you want to post vertical photos or square photos?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, it never think, ends think,
0: yeah. vertical like, everything goes, going vertical yeah everything
1: going vertical so I mean uh, I we think will, it was inevitable we, la, right?
0: we joined social media during the horizontal days la.
1: <laughs> I think that's how you differentiate whether
0: someone, how old yeah, someone is yeah. how you they horizontal? take a photo yeah, are you horizontal <laughs> or vertical you can tell someone's age you, yeah, you yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. someone's age by how they take the photo actually correct, yeah that's true you, can, you know yeah. the,
1: the, the selfie you know, there's some people who still they actually use the button on the side of the phone the volume button to actually yeah, take yeah. the photo. You yeah. know, those those are the oldest people. Uh. Oh, I was going to say, that's me. What? I thought you were yeah. going to say that's the young people. That's, no, that's the oldest, the old people. They need they? a button at the side. Then how do young people do it? They Somehow their hands have evolved to like be like crab claws like and they can sort of clutch the phone and then the, the thumb still comes in and manages press to hit press the button yeah, not the button but the on-screen the on-screen button yeah. oh yeah, la,
0: yeah la, the on-screen button then you yeah, can yeah, take multiple yeah. ones also I want if I take multiples uh. you'll see the whole phone go up and down because I'm
1: pressing the volume button correct correct no for me it's like I'm tapping the screen uh, because I think that you have to like press multiple times in order to take multiple photos yeah and then one day someone told me, actually you just hold it, it takes multiple photos. Really.
0: I thought you hold it, it takes a video.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It takes, uh, I think on iPhone, it takes multiple photos. And then you, a the uh, burst la, basically.
0: Yeah. So there's a way to, st- anytime you don't want to ask someone's age. Uh, you just <laughs> ask let's 7, take a 8, selfie. <laughs> take a selfie. And then see what they do. Exactly. You're like, okay, that guy's 37. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 37 year old. Yeah. Cool, Very man. Interesting. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Well, yeah, yeah, let's jump right into it. though jump right into it it's a uh, th- i think is quite interesting a lot of uh uh you know a lot of uh secret cows being questioned mm-hmm. yeah and the first secret cow that is being
0: questioned is is i guess ns in the broader context of national athletes uh, and mm. and this discussion was kind of um initiated by none other than mr olympian himself uh, joseph schooling um, yeah. and it was at the end like it was during an interview at the sea games which uh, i think he his 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 events have all ended and during an interview he was kind of like um just mentioned that there needs to be a call there needs to be a national dialogue on ns yeah. uh, and the need to manage the expectations of athletes who are going who are undergoing ns correct correct yeah. so basically pointing out that um yeah, like the challenges of being a, a full-time athlete uh, kind of carrying the weight of, you know, the Singapore expectations of you as a professional athlete. Not only him, just any athlete representing Singapore and the reality of having to balance it if you're in the middle of NS. Yeah.
1: Do you, But uh? do you think his statement is, like when he says oh. national conversation, you think it's targeted at the public or it's targeted at, at decision makers? I think decision makers. The decision makers. Okay. Are you? Um, I mean, he... It ultimately, I think he, uh, the last time because in interviews prior to to the sea games uh, you know he, he admitted that 2021 was the hardest year one of the hardest years of his life uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know there was I mean he, he didn't qualify for his his pet, pet event final yeah. the 100 meter fly yeah butterfly uh, at the Olympics uh, and then his father passed away after after a bout of cancer. Mm. You know, so he's still dealing with that, and uh, yeah, lah. Then after that, he he had to he signed up for. I mean, he had to international service in January twenty twenty two, Yeah. So, uh, so from what he was saying, it sounded like twenty twenty one was the worst, lah. Was the worst it could be. Mm. So twenty twenty two can only be better. But I think it also meant that probably you know remember there was a lot of criticism of him after he didn't win the. After he he couldn't even defend his title. Yeah, uh, in the final. He didn't make the final, right? Yeah, and a lot of people are saying like, oh, he's fat now and and, and things like that. So uh, a lot of mean stuff was said about him in spite of, uh, you know, you you don't know what the situation was going on with him and and the athlete during COVID and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think also partially he's he's also hinting at people, the expectations that the public has, even knowing that he's going through national service and all, that
0: actually yeah i mean in the interview he did say and i quote um at the end of the day i'm gonna step up there and do my best no matter what if i'm in the shape i am or not but as the people watching on tv they have a lot of expectations we as athletes want to match those expectations so it's all about how we can grow together and how sporting achievements can coincide. inside he did then say that we need to sit down ask some tough questions but uh, that he thinks we'll all come out on the right side at the end of the day. La.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think I think maybe maybe both, a bit of both, uh, right? He's yeah. addressing a bit of both, yeah.
0: But but I mean, when you saw that, that headline, because we have spoken about Joseph Schooling uh, in the past uh, when yeah. he was going through that, that rough patch in 2021. Uh, but when you saw that headline, what were some of your thoughts? Uh? Uh,
1: actually, the first thing was that I totally forgot that he's already doing national service. Uh. I oh. mean... I mean, I, I, I remember it on the back of my mind last year, but, uh, apparently he's been since January this year, he's already been in the Navy Mm. and he went through BMT and everything. And he's been training even while in national service.
0: Yeah. So
1: So. it's, uh, he's already, you know, you talk about the, we, we've always spoken in hypotheticals about how his swimming career would be affected by national service. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh in some way you are seeing that right now like you know he he competed in four events he was hoping to win four goals I think he came back with two plus one bronze mm, and one uh, unfortunately got disqualified right yeah yeah correct correct so um, you know is is that really a failure or, or what i i mean hard to say but but yeah, it's definitely uh you know it's worth discussing how how his how his performance has been affected by ns or yeah
0: but then but then when you see that sort of stuff, you know, he's calling for national dialogue and all that. Uh, like, Were you kind of optimistic or kind of like, nah, like
1: skeptical or what? Um, no, I think I think maybe it's, uh, I mean, he is only the most successful Singaporean athlete in the past 40 to 50 years, right? Mm. Or ever, like ever, right? Yeah, I think, ever, the I Olympic think ever. So... Yeah. For him to so explicitly call it out like that, I don't think it's uh uh I I mean it's not a regular kind of thing, like, you know? Mm. it's it's probably after six months of after, you know, half uh, almost half a year of doing this whole and juggling NS and sport sports thing, he's realised the reality of of yeah, not being able to to juggle this. Like. And I think uh just a couple of weeks ago, So Ryong also posted about about national service. Yeah. Uh, he he. I mean, he saw how uh, he saw how certain some other athletes were performing during Sea Games, and he just wrote a post about how he, even while he was serving national service, he basically put on six kg or something like that, Which was, which for a marathon runner, I think is, is like it's it's a real challenge, right? Putting on mm. extra muscle and everything, but he understood the reasons he had to do it. But he also called for um, yeah, called for people to really acknowledge the 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 difficulties of trying to train while doing national service la. and and in a you know just like uh and, and asking for more for more rather than a, oh since i did it everyone you must do it also because it's fair but also thinking in more of a of a if if someone if a fellow singaporean is very talented in some a certain thing why not uh, nurture that talent a bit more la, and let them let them realize the full potential of that talent in the global scene la, and make us all proud no?
0: and but i think you know? because it came from so Young, who's quite a <laughs> polarizing character, yeah. there was both sides of the coin la. some people me totally shut the fuck up, and some people Correct. i think resonated la.
1: yeah but that's why that's why joseph schooling is now calling for it i feel it's a much more it's a much uh, stronger stronger caller right yeah yeah and i mean
0: i tried to look at the articles that talked about the how the other national athletes uh reacted to his call for national dialogue la. and I was very pleased to see the headline, you know, Sea Games Sports Sports Fraternity backs Schooling's call for dialogues on athletes serving NS. It was done by the Straits Times. Mm. But then I clicked, I was like, okay, you know, finally a good article. It's fucking behind a paywall.
1: Uh go and read it like go and read it. Probably you can find yeah, it or read yeah.
0: on la Straits Times. You know, yeah. you want to post these kind of things, you know like uh, kind of highlighting the need to have this discussion. Then don't put these kind of articles behind a, a paywall, can?
1: Yeah, and somehow Some, all, some all now. They're not. Uh, they're they're moving away from being a private entity, so they they should they should be performing a public service for all of us. Uh, yeah. Other than I mean, they are you literally using using government funds right to, to stay alive. So yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah. The, that's that's the thing. Uh, yeah. But, I think but, uh, it's, a, it's a bigger deal now that Joseph's schooling is on board.
0: But I think w- the, the timeline of him and uh Tseng Wen also is quite interesting in the sense that they had already gotten national service deferments mm, for mm. the Olympics. Because mm. um, I think they were supposed to enlist uh, after the Olympics finished uh, during the original date of 2020, but then it got moved to 2021, so they got deferred. La. Yeah. And then now, so I mean, I can imagine Thankfully I haven't seen that many negative comments online saying, "Yeah, well, you keep asking for this, you don't make excuses, you know, I haven't seen that online mm. yet. I yeah. don't know whether that's what people's thinking, that that's what people are thinking. But I think it is it is true that him kind of even mentioning it right is mm. a very good thing. La, because it's one of the things that yeah, if other athletes kind of like he has the clout, uh, and he also is has performed at the 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 truly world class level la, where athletes can yeah. be are separated by milliseconds. Yeah, right? yeah. So so I can imagine if like maybe someone who is not world class yet kind of talking about it. and it is very easy for people to say, ah yeah, but maybe you're just not good enough, lah. You don't train now." But schooling yeah. was good enough.
1: He yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. won an Olympic goal, and he is saying that the reality of balancing NS with training is hard. La. And he has trained to the point where he was the world's best and Olympic record holder. Yeah. Correct, so correct, for correct. him saying, it, I'm like, yeah, man. I hope, I hope it results in something. I think his 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 brand is quite. He's not the most. He's not like a like a so Yong or you know some of the more polarizing swimmers in the US. Yeah. Who's the Who's the the bad boy, uh, Ryan Ryan something Ryan? Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. So so Joseph Schooling is playing a very diplomatic route. Uh, I hope, I hope it results in something like because, the reality is. I know on Reddit, I did see some people saying, "Oh, but he's in the Navy. What better, uh, like uh, red like uh, uh area of army to be posted to because he's in the water." Yeah, yeah. But then the reality of having to go to NS and like, wow, well, it's it's different like You can't train, you can't train the way maybe you want to train
1: Yeah, I mean the, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure he, according to him in interviews that he's given, he's basically training twice a day before and after booking into camp, la. you know. So I would assume that his, his role in the Navy, he's not like, you know, on, on, on ships. He's not like docked on ships uh, or or active or active uh, Navy uh personnel or anything la, who have to go away for multiple days or what. He's sort of like, yeah, la, he's, he's, he's recognized as a national athlete who needs time and space to train. Mm. But that means he's spending his... Hours from from I don't know nine to five, probably you know doing admin or office work and things like that, law. Yeah, which I, th- <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just like wow. Seriously, like I mean, if you are competing for Sea Games and everything, oh, because because you see, uh, the I think now the Sea Games have uh, the the swimming events have all concluded, right? Mm. Uh, apparently, Singapore's swim team has out out, out exceeded all expectations, and uh, they were aiming for eighteen to nineteen gold medals, mm. and they ended up with twenty one gold medals, mm. uh, and a lot of them were from new and upcoming and young swimmers, you know, below the uh, twenty one years and below. Yeah. People who were five to six years ago were inspired by Joseph Schooling, You know, yeah. watching yeah. Joseph Schooling on TV, inspired by the possibilities and all, so. You know, don't don't discount that 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 effect that Joseph schooling has already on the the, the psyche of our national athletes, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why, I like, uh, um, just knowing it's one of those things, right? I think in the same year that uh, Sir Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile back in I think the fifties or sixties, there were there were like I don't know a dozen more who broke the four minute mile. Yeah. Because it just shows you that oh, this is possible. Why can't why can't I do it? And like yeah. to see them do so well at the Olympics, like yeah, like certain names that uh, I have not heard of also coming and breaking records and it's fucking great. La. Um yeah. the, the one thing that I saw, I don't know whether it's true or not, but one of the four uh the the, the relay, the men's relay teams in Singapore, apparently all four swimmers are doing NS. Mm, mm, and then, what we're saying, yeah. La, I mean they are like one second slower uh, than their previous uh bears or something. I don't know. Like I I found Uh, mentions of that but I don't know how true it is but that would be that would be ridiculous if all four athletes are doing NS then like can you imagine after training they're like hey so what time you're going camp uh?" just now when you said yeah he's training twice a day then 9 to 5 doing admin work (laughs) 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 This this, this, this feels sad (laughs) (laughs) he's like a world class athlete and you know we're all flooded with like you know like footballers like I don't know track and field stars tennis players in between their day you know they're. Everything's just about conditioning, lah. You know.
1: No, or um, they are they are raising money for charity, or they're playing <laughs> so charity games, at some charity event in Dubai or Tokyo or yeah, something. That, yeah, it's just some schooling, just like doing admin work. I mean, photocopying and I don't what what kind of admin work in the army that do athletes. I have to do uh?
0: Uh, Okay, so I mean I don't know, but uh, like maybe it's really not photocopying. Maybe we have no idea what his vocation is like. But the fact is yeah. that if you still need to go to camp every day. Yeah, it's already like huh. Like if he's training twice a day, and yeah. when you're an an athlete training, uh, competing at such elite levels, the mental mental health is a is a big thing that maybe you need to pay a lot of attention to like How much sleep yeah. you're getting and all that. Yeah. Then like I would, I think that in in itself is a reality TV show. I would totally watch like Joseph schooling in the <laughs> army. Let's <Just> get uh <laughs> uh like cameras just for because I want to I wonder how he's. Army superiors react, or maybe they want to tekan him, or like, I don't know, in Navy, you know, in Army, they say, Hey, you, you recruit, you run to the tree and come back. Yeah. You know, yeah. like for people who haven't gone to Army, that's, I don't know whether it still happens now. So, mm. like, in the Navy, can you, imagine, hey, Joseph you swim there, and before the, the person can even say you come back, he's okay, I'm done already. Yeah. I swam yeah. there, I came back, I'm done.
1: But, but, I mean, can can isn't it like any other athlete who's, let's say, in college or university or what, or so, right? Mm. they also had to juggle school schoolwork, work and, and classes with with uh you mean like when abroad, up, la, abroad abroad yeah yeah right. with abroad yeah, abroad or what yeah
0: that is true also that is true yeah. because you've seen i mean in some way even like you look at the american sports basketballers nfl they always have the drafts la, right mm. and the drafts mm. are when these athletes graduate from college yeah uh and then uh make it to the to the to the professional leagues la.
1: yeah I mean, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I, I I quote from Joseph Schooling's interview that he did with CNA in uh in April that right? He says, uh, "At the end of the day, if people can work jobs on the outside and still train, why can't I do army and train at the same time? It's all about delegating time and how badly you want it. Through Sea Games and Asian Games, it's gonna be a stretch, but doable. Nothing is impossible." Oh, he said that in twenty sixteen. He eh? said no, no, no. He said that in in April twenty twenty two. Like, like just like uh, a oh. month ago but now after the sea games and after seeing the results and everything uh, I think he's making a stronger statement la, that there should be a national dialogue on, on requirements of, of, of uh, national service for athletes and all that right yeah so I mean, maybe maybe there was a I don't know maybe a change of heart or, or all along this was the he sort of wanted to raise this raise this point yeah
0: I mean in some cases it they, like um They are probably world-class athletes, uh, maybe even Olympic champions that don't do it full-time, right? But I think it's one of those things that we never know what other kinds of support they have. Um, Mm -hmm. I think like one article that I distinctly remember a few years ago, which I don't know if I mentioned on this podcast before, but it was from the female CEO of a Fortune 100 or Fortune 500 company in the U.S., who yeah. had always been lauded for like, oh, the woman who can do everything. She's like the CEO, got four kids. Not Marissa Mayer, is it? No, no, not, not, not Marissa Mayer, someone else. Um, no. And she like always been like, oh, you no, know, the super mom can do everything. And in one interview, she said, or some podcast, she said that uh, I'm done with that. Like, like all these articles never talk about how everything else around me provides so much mm. support and plays such a big role in me being able to do these things. For example, I think mm. her house, her husband was kind of like the, the main caretaker of the kids. Her in-laws and her parents were very involved in her kids' uh, life. She had help helpers around the house and all that. And she said by just painting the narrative that, oh, I can do this means every woman can. is also setting people up for disappointment. Lah. So mm. when I heard you quote that uh, Joseph Schooling statement back then, it sounds like, yeah, there are definitely people who can do that. But... These kind of things, it feels like, yeah, not everyone is gonna have the support that can facilitate that, and to ensure that the sporting talent really reach their potential in Singapore, feels like they need, yeah, I think just starting with a conversation. I don't know what the conversation will look like. Are they all gonna sit down along in a boardroom and have a town hall mm. and all that shit? Because that one, I mean, we've been through some of those for like uh, media and stuff, and
1: yeah, don't know, eh, don't know whether they actually result in change or not, lah. I mean, one thing is that uh, again, uh, an argument you could say is that oh, Joseph Schooling's best days are behind him already, lah, right? So mm-hmm. why, 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 especially make exception for hey oh, yala yeah, He did a lot of good for Singapore, but he already had his deferments, and why need why do we need to make further exceptions for for people like him, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Who've already who've already had their best days, uh behind them already. But actually, um. You know, you need to think about the larger context of, of uh, athletes around the world. I think, uh, you know, whether the NBA or even in football or, or uh, tennis or what, you're seeing the top athletes compete until much, uh, for, for longer periods of their lives, right? Mm. You know, they go into their late 30s and they're still competing at the highest levels within the each sport, right? Yeah. And that's because the care that they take, you know, they take care of themselves better. They know how to eat better. They know they have nutritionists and trainers to guide them along the way, all the way. So I think we need to move to the times out there, that an athlete's career can be longer than just through your 20, 20s uh, if you're taken care of well, mm, right? Yeah. So, you know, Michael Phelps himself competed for, I don't know, what, 12 years or something like that, right? Some crazy amount of time, or for mm, 15 years ago. Uh, I think 16. Yeah, 16, yeah, Olympics, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. So, why, why limit? Joseph schooling ceiling, you know, just just because he's he's he's, his, his, you know, on the second half of his twenties and all that, now, right? Yeah. Um. And 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 in fact, if anything, he, he you could still say that he's still in his prime. He's still winning gold medals, right? The, 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 the bottom, That's the bottom line. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough one. But actually, you know, like why why is it that you and I both like want to laugh uh, when when you hear about Joseph schooling doing admin in a camp? Like, what is it exactly about? you know, putting on the, the you know, the SAF uniform and then go, booking into camp, booking <laughs> out. What is it about it that is so draining that, that makes us feel like, oh my God, like why would you put a national athlete through this? Okay, uh-huh. If you can go to specifics, because I think uh, for the benefit of those people who, who haven't done NS or, 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 you know, they hear us make fun of it, but they don't, haven't actually experienced it themselves. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I would say like the context for me, for me NS, I... It was good and bad. There were certain parts. I think the training phases for me was was good. But when it came to doing the more admin stuff, yeah, that one was boring. La. So, so what's not...
1: that, What does that mean though? Like, What do you mean do admin stuff? Yeah.
0: So uh, like, I wanted to just set the context to, to oh, okay, okay. make clarify that I'm not just someone who shits on NS completely. La, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we have spoken about this, about how NS maybe it needs to evolve. There can be more community service or, or just different types of vocations. But when it came to the admins sort of thing so so when I when I just found it so funny when you said the Joseph schooling thing, I think I think in some way NS is like a, a gap year for people to kind of have time to think to figure shit out because doing the admin work is can be boring and mundane la. so you have time to figure out what what is your calling in life what are you suited for what are, what, where, what is your potential where what are your interests So when I hear Joseph schooling, who very clearly has a fucking talent in one area, yeah. Where every minute of his day, ideally, be spent maximizing his potential in that area, which he has already reached, like the pinnacle of. Yeah. To just be doing admin work feels like, fact, it's like it's it's almost like you imagine Ronaldo just, um, I don't know, like uh, uh, doing some sort of some sort of. You know, Admin work, and but okay. So <laughs> like,
1: like in between training, he has to go do photocopying <laughs> yeah, in the menu office. He has to
0: book it or something. Yeah.
1: So okay,
0: on the flip side, right? Like, what, what if what if he has uh, like Joseph schooling enjoys cooking? So then he's not swimming. Right? Then then what's the benefit of that?
1: But that's that's then that's out on his own. I mean, his own volition, or right? he wants to. It he helps him to relax. You know, it's 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 something that uh, you know balance in the athlete's life. He feels happy. Pursuing a hobby or, or feeling like a normal person, kind of thing, like, Maybe Right? He
0: fucking love photocopying. Maybe. He just maybe, maybe, maybe. No, but that's the thing. He,
1: that. but he won't have the, You won't don't have the option when you're in the army, right? You just yeah. you're given a, like like literally he's doing vocational training. So if his training involves having to make photocopies or or you know set up the iPads for people to use when they book in and things like that, <laughs> that <laughs> or kind God of duty, stuff. Guard duty. Guard duty. Yeah. No. I, I. mean, even at the level of just putting on the uniform. Uh, Remember, this guy is a physical specimen. Like, like once a, in the multiple generations, uh. he's yeah. a physical specimen. That 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 uh, Asian Singaporean genes uh, not easy to produce. This kind of physical specimen because of our small population, uh, right? Mm. Uh, and then, you know, they they compete at a level where microsecond or, or, or milliseconds matter. They compete at a level where where the material of your swim cap affects the speed at which you move, her uh. mm-hmm. and then. You put this guy, make him wear the SAF uniform, where the boots are, are mass-produced for everyone. The boots do not care about how how your feet feel at the end of the day. You know, you wear those boots, you walk around, you stomp around. After your leg pain, this pain, that pain, there's sores here and there. Then you wear the uniform, they just like, like you know, they don't care where the threads scratch your body, and then there's abrasion here and there. Like you know, like you know, like like last time, a lot of people. A lot of guys when they go on uh uh those outfield exercises, you go for three four days, right? Yeah. They come back with sore nipples, oh, because yeah, yeah. the that was me, because like. yeah, like because the pockets of the the pockets of the I mean, uniform just keep rubbing against people's nipples la, And then when it's cold and or, or, or it's wet and all that, like your nipples just get like like just shorn off la, like sandpapered like that lah. You mean your nipples never use to can I, anything? Of course, of course, the of course ukana But I'm talking oh. about that's what I'm saying like even the wearing of the uniform, right? the fact that Joseph schooling has to probably put on the the SAF uniform and then report to, report for seven to eight hours of admin work, right? Mm. Uh, It it can affect you physically, you know? Uh, Maybe maybe his nipples get worn off so fast that it helps with the streamline. Possible, possible. But then I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a sports SG science. There's a science to it that there's more, (laughs) there's more efficient and less painful than having bleeding nipples, right?
0: The the optimum nipple height. uh. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the thing you see, like, you know that this guy is a is a once in a generation like kind of person, and you want to like like you said la, spend every minute, spend every dollar on him to to optimize him for 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 sports performance. But here we are trying to shoehorn him into wearing XX uh, you know XL uniform because his shoulders are so big, and then size I don't know size twelve boots or whatever because his feet are big or so. and then yeah la, then he deals with all those mundane issues of, like, well, my, my nipples get shorn off because of abrasion and all that. But and then, then it's like, why, why, why? Why do you put, them, put them through that, you know? But then, but then what's the difference between
0: someone who maybe is, like, uh, the potential to be world-class at uh, something more academic or or even, like, a world-class bartender or something?
1: Well, what's I there? mean, all, all you could say is that, uh, you know, that we we do, that Olympics is a, quite an objective measure of Mm. of your standards already. We all agree on that already, right? Yeah. And he's already at the pinnacle already. La. Like how much better must must someone uh, how much more must someone prove that 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 their 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 talent is relevant to to making Singapore famous or something like right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. the rest of everything else you can sort of argue you know, whether how rich you are, being CEO of a company or being a great bartender or that. All, the, all those things are still relatively subjective lah, right? Mm.
0: I mean, honestly, yeah. if someone wins the World Bartending Championships yeah. uh, and defeats like a legend in the making, I'll be like, yeah, fuck, don't, don't even do NS. Just mm. just go do your bartending uh, things and just become fucking good at it lah. And, and I mean, to I think like... Uh, I think for you, you also would agree that we're not shitting on the mundane work that people do do. I yeah. mean, even some people for in their working careers there is mundane admin work to do. I think yeah. it's just the juxtaposition of having to do that while knowing that He's you in his are prime. a yeah. world class talent. Yeah, in your prime. In your prime, in
1: yeah. Like if Ronaldo, prime. if Ronaldo now spends his nine to five. Doing photocopying work, because he's looking for a career after football. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, okay, lah, you know, maybe <laughs> you have to do that because you are at the twilight of your career. Yeah, but Joseph Schooling is still winning gold medals for Singapore, you know. Yeah, and and to
0: clarify, like Michael Phelps took part in five Olympics, no? Yeah, five. Yeah. That's a twenty-year span.
1: It's oh yeah like, shit. Um uh, yeah oh, no, we, 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 we years, said years. I said twelve, right? Yeah. I'm off by eight years, man. You know? No, actually yeah.
0: sixteen years is correct. It's just sixteen oh. years involves five oh, Olympics yeah, yeah, in of
1: four. Career. Oh so, sorry sixteen years, yeah. Yeah, sixteen years. But he yeah, had to train for the first one or so, like, right? So you yeah. could say it's a career of like twenty years or so, like yeah. Yeah.
0: So so it just feels and like I think yeah, like it's you look at people like Federer like Nadal, like Ronaldo, like Ibrahimovic and and a lot of athletes are extending their careers because as there's advancements in science and all that. Yeah. Joseph schooling's advancement advancement as, well as the more efficient photocopier. <laughs> I, know, I know we are we are we are assuming that he's doing a lot of photocopying. Maybe he ends up listening to this. He's like, "What the fuck are these two people yeah. talking about?" You
1: know, <laughs> but you know, his his butterfly, his shoulders very strong, right? Maybe he's yeah. damn good at fucking like flipping the machine, yeah, so flipping open and close that fast. Uh. And he's close, faster than close, everyone else. Close, open, close. It's like the world's best photocopier. Like yeah, the fastest like, photocopy in the world. Yeah,
0: and because his, his arm span is so wide, right? He can like pick up the photocopy stuff and like mm. put it there, replace people all them fast. Yeah,
1: maybe he can like have, he can double fist uh, like two photocopy machines at one <laughs> go because he's so wide. His wingspan is so wide. He's just boom, 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 boom. And
0: it's the butterfly fast. movement, uh, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like lifting up the thing, putting, lifting up the thing.
1: He's damn efficient.
0: Uh, like maybe, five. Uh, like, I think we should try and get him on this podcast because I, we oh, know yes. people who know, he, we know him, Mm. So yeah, so maybe that he should be because now he's based in Singapore.
1: He's in. Yeah.
0: If he wants to have a dialogue, now is the time. Yo, bro, you want yeah, to have a dialogue? have a dialogue, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. Again, like We we are not knocking on the important work that he does for the Singapore Navy that keeps us safely, uh, safe, safe and sleeping soundly at night, like, Right. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I think I can do without Joseph schooling in the Navy, like, I think as in, just just him, like Just him, maybe you know, put him. Yeah. Out there, but, but again, yeah la, then this issue of fairness and all these things, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it's tough, yeah.
0: A dialogue, man. Whoever dialogue. whoever got the message, have a damn
1: dialogue, yeah. Have a dialogue, have a dialogue. But yeah, this is uh, just a schooling mm, mm, mm. calling for dialogue, calling for dialogue, calling but, for uh, dialogue again in the same vein of uh, calling for more dialogue and more, more representation, more dialogue and. and, and Seems like more everything, uh. Mm. uh, you know, that's our next story. Is a uh, it's a is a brewing is a brewing uh, issue on Instagram. I'm sure. It, I'm sure it's, it will spill over into a, into the larger social media sphere very soon. Mm. But what is this topic?
0: Um, it is a it is a recent post by this one Instagram account called. Air. S.G. Brown Yes. So, I mean, when we decided to talk about this, yeah, as Terence pointed out, it is brewing. It's so far getting a lot of traction on Reddit and Instagram. We don't know whether the mainstream outlets will cover this, but it's it's interesting because from it's basically a post that they posted. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, and uh, it's, a, it's a carousel but generally it was targeted towards Pink Dot um, and the message was that essentially and I and I paraphrase and, and summarize uh, just saying okay Pink Dot has acknowledged discrimination and racism in the community but what is Pink Dot doing to battle it la? Um, and then they kind of pointed out that even within the LGBTQ community there is r- racism there is discrimination and the, the brown brown LGBTQ plus people uh, still suffer from systemic issues la. Um, and then the the next few uh, uh, images was that in the upcoming Pink Dot next year uh, next month I mean it's important that they take a stance on racism uh, so that everyone is as inclusive uh, is is included just like what Pink Dot preaches and then mm. the last few are about Kind of like the talking about the the death penalty la. Mm. and they and they called Ping Dot out for you know you you want to be anti racist um but you you and if you want to care about race issues then it should include the death penalty la. and mm. that over the past few months there hasn't been any noise made by Ping Dot about the death penalty, mm. and they said and I quote the death penalty is a race issue you can't be anti-racist while pro-death penalty. You also can't be pro-LGBTQ plus while racist. Mm, mm. So, I mean, we'll put a link to the post. Uh, I'm not going to read it out totally, but did I miss out anything that, that, that you gleaned from the post?
1: I think uh, the the call to actions to, for, uh, you know, they say to fellow brown queer people in Singapore, Yeah. Uh, we strongly encourage all of you to wear your traditional clothing to Pink Dot next month uh so do not be afraid or ashamed to take up space anymore mm, mm, mm. Mm. so it's a very uh i mean in pink Dog usually people are encouraged to to wear pink right to yeah. to, to talk about it but uh i think this one is calling for uh visible almost like a a little protest within a protest mm. of 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 wearing your traditional uh clothing like your ethnic or or, or uh your ethnic clothing yeah dot, yeah yeah so
0: so then what 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 did you what made you want to talk about this uh? given I mean, that the, yeah, yeah we are given not part one, of the community yes we're not right. part of the
1: community where two uh heterosexual cisgender males males uh talking about an issue that uh yeah la, seems to be seems to be some internal speck la, right you know mm. between between uh members of the of uh of the LGBTQ community. So that's what I thought. So I thought something must have happened. Like Pink Dot must have said something that 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 pissed off, you know, uh this uh, SG SG queers or, or the other people who are calling them out la but as I dug a little bit more because because the post literally says help to tag Pink Dot SG in the comments, lah, right? Yeah. As I dug a bit more and I asked and and um tried to find out exactly what is it that triggered this this thing, so um, it appears that there wasn't, you know. It was just, uh, they said that there's not, not Ping Dot didn't say anything or what. I mean, literally, this is from the poster, right? Uh, the mm. original poster, they said, nope, this is all coming from years worth of Ping Dot being extremely Chinese-centered and sidelining brown queer people. And then people asked, oh, is there anything I can read about that? i love to share this with my friends. They said, they reply. Hmm, I'm not. I'm not sure that there's anything really out there to read. We'll update you if I find anything. Mm. And uh, so then people continue asking. Is there any recent that I can dig into some pattern that Pink Dot keeps doing? Uh, and that was 13 hours ago, and there's been no reply, la. So in essence, there. This is from. I think this is arri- arriving from, uh, a, saying that Pink Dot being silent on issues that affect the brown community, the brown queer community, being silent on those issues is their crime. Mm. And, and that's what they're calling them out for. So there is, it wasn't one big incident that triggered anything but uh, a build up over time. La. And that's why you they also talk about things like uh, racial discrimination, the, the death sentence and all that. Because I think there is a view that, uh, yeah, a lot of these uh, issues like the death penalty, uh, uh, disproportionately uh, affect uh, marginalized minorities, la, mm, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, so in essence, it's calling Pink Dot saying that hey if you, if you you're calling for the the diversity and inclusion, uh, but you are keeping quiet about these issues that are about diversity and inclusion, then you are not you're not true to what you're what you're saying, la mm. And as a platform, you can you should be doing better, lor. So so then then but then then what what made you specifically want
0: to talk about it because it is a developing story right? Mm, mm, mm. It is no, a so developing I mean, story.
1: I think I think it's interesting to, to to also just uh it's quite surprising I guess for people like us, I'm uh, saying you and me like right, mm. to to see that there's this uh this uh disquiet about what Pink Dot is doing because I I've always thought Pink Dot is a very you know, it's a it's a very well supported, well, well backed, uh, uh, not not say protest la, movement, la, movement la, right? Movement, yeah. yeah, and that there wouldn't if, if if any kind of infighting, it wouldn't happen at Pink Dot mm. So I'm a bit surprised by it. But uh, what do you think of the the call for Pink Dot to to have to speak up about these other issues and not just about squarely about uh you know wearing pink on a certain day of the year
0: yeah I, I think i think because like we we have no idea what's happening within the community even though i have heard in the past that um just like any big group of people uh the lgbtq q plus community in singapore also has its its differences within la, but that's natural for any group of of large people la. but yeah. when i saw the post i was like okay um if you're if you're putting it out in public, it would help uh, people who are outside of the community to understand the issue better if there are kind of like some a bit more info. Yeah. Because because when I read it I was like, okay, I'm I want I want to find out more about issues like this, especially when it concerns topics that I'm interested in, like which is uh, racism, discrimination, injustice and all that. But when I saw that, I, I found a connection for from like um uh ping dot talking about uh like like uh, and about racism within ping dot uh the, the the line that was drawn from that to the death penalty i found it a bit of a leap la. and mm. that's where i was like okay wait what is what is this actually about la? and mm. it made their appeal i mean i mean almost a little less uh coherent almost mm, mm, mm. and 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 i feel because it is a page right they 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 do uh, lobby for for less r- racism, less discrimination and if you're taking that stance as a public page talking about these issues you have, I mean like other people will also see it um, and I think a post like that almost does a disservice la.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Uh, for, for neutral people like me because I'm like okay, you can't expect every movement to talk about every social issue, mm. uh, that's one thing and then the second thing just joining the dot from racism to death penalty was a bit why I assume they're talking about the recent case of um, the Malaysian uh, man who was uh, executed in Singapore, la, who is of Indian ethnicity, mm. and as well as some stats that uh, allegedly uh, uh, hint at the races amongst death row inmates not being representative of the Singapore makeup. La. Mm. So it would help to provide that context but yeah, la, at the end I look at the post I'm like wow this, what's this going to become? Is it, is it an internal spat that should be more ad internally? I don't mm. know. Yeah. But what, like yeah so so that was me coming from it from okay I'm not part of the community I want to understand but it just feels like wow this is just like without the context it, th- that's why I was not the keenest to to talk about it only because I didn't know what to make of it but mm. I think it is something worth uh, dissecting from people, as people outside the community, la.
1: Mm, mm, mm Yeah. I mean, uh, I I think one of the things that I merely jumped on to see is is I uh, my my impression was always that pink dot existed as a as a counterpoint to three seven seven a la. Mm. You know, as a as long as three seven seven a the the law that criminalizes. Uh, gay sex between men. As long as that exists, uh, Ping Dot will exist, like you know. Mm. Uh, but if that law ever happens to be repealed, uh, uh, then then maybe uh, I'm not so clear if Ping Dot will will remain uh, as such a visible, uh, you know, movement, like right? Mm. Uh, because but but when I actually go to the About Ping Dot SG page, uh, uh, they don't really mention that 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 the direct mission is to repeal 377A lah, or get it repealed. Lah. Mm. They, they do say it's a non-profit movement started by individuals who care deeply about the place that LGBTQ Singaporeans call home. It is a group for everyone and we hope to bring LGBTQ Singaporeans closer to their family and friends. So my okay, I, I mean, then then reading this, I sort of understand better that the Pink Dog SG is, is in a way um, helping L- the LGBTQ community to reach out to people like you and me, mm. You know, people outside mm. of the community who you know may have misconceptions or or, or you know different views about about the LGBTQ community, la, Right, and that is the that seems to be the larger mission of of Pink Dot SG. So yeah, I'm trying to. But, but here's the, that's the thing that about this about about a lot of uh, discussion today right it's either you are you are all in in one in one side or you are against them right mm, mm, mm. Uh, so there seems to be this assumption that because you are about you are supporting lgBTq rights then you have to be completely uh, you know follow the whole liberal agenda of like against the death penalty against against uh things like that and all that uh, which I think that's the part that 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 uh you know makes me a bit uncomfortable mm, mm. where you you just assume that you know because yeah ping dot has a platform and ping dot is about diversity what but but to me the clearer mission is about bringing LGBTq Singaporeans closer to their family and friends uh, you know yeah and 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 not so much about uh other issues of of uh, racism and all I mean those are issues those are problems but to insist that ping dot because it has a platform, therefore it must it must support these other causes as well, right? Mm. Uh, I think this 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 asking a bit much of of the platform
0: la. And and statements like you can't be anti-racist and pro-death penalty, uh, mm. I think you can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's mutually exclusive. So when reading statements like that, I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see if this really blows up or kind of patters out. Um, mm because ping dot is happening next week right uh, next month yeah it is right it is it is going to be in person right yeah and yeah it's just it's just a uh, interesting like i'm just i'm just going to keep track of the comments online about this and of course if anyone listening who is part of the community who would like to offer a perspective that we we don't share at this point please please do yeah. because this is one area that we know will not be covered much by mainstream media uh and i think these kind of things they need to there needs to be a national dialogue on issues like this mm, mm, um now that's the theme of today's episodes uh there needs to be more national more national yeah. dialogue about uh, issues like like this la, because uh if we are talking about being like like uh inclusive towards the lgbtq plus community yeah then you're you, you guys are uh singaporeans man brothers and sisters man uh yeah. and and we are all part of the same society
1: la. yeah so I mean, it, it. I. I still doubt that you know mainstream media will cover this because you know they generally shy from very hot button topics that they know are that they know are not not part of the national conversation that much, are, right? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but but already it is it is one of the most active uh, topics being being discussed, Like hundreds of comments and all. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just keep a tap on it. But if anything, you heard it here first, man
0: yeah i heard it here
1: first and and lucky yeah, because the other topic that we were thinking of t- talking about was this video that went viral on
0: tiktok about this poker game that ended with a confrontation
1: hey, hey, hey there was <laughs> no, no there was my one shot thing already since we're not <laughs> oh, talking it? about this yeah okay. <laughs> I, I find it quite entertaining so I'm okay, sorry okay then i will thing. i will stop there yeah uh we we go into our one comment first sure
0: yeah yes. one shot comment so what is your one shock comment uh why don't you go first uh? okay so So my one short comment actually came from Majestic Emergency 8 on the episode 292, which was our most recent episode where we did uh, the serious topic on Elon Musk putting the Twitter bit on hold. And this user kind of uh, gives us a heads up, constructive criticism coming. When I saw the topic was about Elon Musk again, I was a little disappointed because it was a little repetitive in a way. I was a little disappointed because I expected a topic around the Terra, USD and Luna collapse. There's a lot of articles, but... Um, with our kind of like uh, uh, ability to summarize the sequence of events with tabs and shit like that, uh, they thought that we would offer like a nice summary. La. Uh, and with Terrence's oh, oh, financial huh, jargon, huh, huh, huh. financial jargon, he could offer a good POV. Uh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. You know where I know I'm where going. You're going. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh, but he also hopes that, you know, he can't survive. Like they can't survive without tries a Week episode. So, good to know that uh, you, you feel the miss. we are we are gonna keep churning them out but also it's very interesting that you pointed that out because there's something coming that we'll be talking about in a future episode uh,
1: uh, I mean we can really do a sneak review because uh, the first episode uh, true. is already public like, but we will we'll, the blitz will come later like, right yeah yeah. but we, we if you're following us on Instagram
0: uh, we are launching another show a second show with Andy Chen who was on our podcast like sometime last year about NFTs and crypto. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and we are super excited about it because we are not gonna claim to be experts. Um mm. we are in fact playing the noob. Uh and Andy Chen is providing his 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 thoughts because he is neck deep in the industry now. He has his own mm. NFT company. And every every fortnight we are trialing the concept now. We're gonna use the same Yallabad approach. Us trying to dissect these complicated topics with jokes and comedy. Uh, but with that with a with an expert in uh, joining us. La. yeah
1: uh, I, th- I wouldn't say expert expert, but uh, a practitioner on the ground correct, he's an yeah. on the ground practi- practitioner. Yeah. yeah, he
0: himself says he's not an expert. he's a practitioner, yeah. la. He's a practitioner. Yeah. And the reason why this comment is interesting because the episode that's coming out next week is about the lunar, the Terra lunar collapse.
1: yes. and it I mean, it goes deep into it and really, I mean even I felt like I, I, I could explain the topic much yeah. better after recording the episode really. Yeah.
0: And yeah. I'm I'm almost like super hundred percent confident that if you just listen to that, I think you would have a, a good understanding of the issue. Like I I mm. like 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 me, like me and Terrence like I walked away, I was like, Oh shit, I finally yeah. have a high level understanding and I kinda know enough. So so don't worry, Majestic Emergency yeah. Aid. We are on that shit.
1: In fact, to prep for it, maybe they should listen to the first episode. First like, right of NFT with bubble tea. Oh yeah, that's the name of the podcast. That is the name of the podcast. We haven't even he, Harish has neglected to mention the name of the podcast. <laughs> it's the um, NFT with bubble tea. It's, it's the first episode's out already. Uh, yeah. There was some there were some technical issues with the audio quality, or but those have been fixed on the second episode. So like like the the episode that Harish has been plugging is the second episode that should be coming out next week like.
0: yeah, yeah, we recorded it yesterday. It's a separate show. It's not going to cannibalize Yallaba, don't worry. Uh, and wherever you mm. find this podcast, you can find that same podcast. Just look yeah, for it. Correct, NFT correct. with bubble tea.
1: Yeah, we'll go. For, we'll probably spend yeah. a bit more time in the next week talking about like why, why this, why we're doing it separately and everything. Correct. Or so hard, right? correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Now, your one uh, short comment. Yeah, my one short comment is the Sudin. Uh, Sudin, mm. mm. uh, hilarious. Uh, the he posted something I I read it about. You listen as to much Galaba, and the first person you think of is Terrence and there's a link to a video of a of a very upright, a very uh a very good citizen traffic policeman mm. scolding a whole bunch of cyclists, <laughs> road cyclists wearing spandex. And eventually, uh he's yeah, just giving them a lecture on how they they're, they're all being assholes to other drivers. <laughs> And uh, eventually, just giving a ticket to the one that talks back to him or so. I can
0: feel the smile in your face, no?
1: Yeah. Statistic piece of shit. No, you should watch it. I, and he makes a lot. He makes a lot of good points. And and at the last part, he just drops the mic by by letting everyone else go. But the one that talked back to him, he he said he'll give him a ticket. Mm. You know? So it's. I think it's a. Yeah. It's a. It's a great. It's a great. Uh, it's a great video to, to post. Uh. Yeah. Cool. everyone should watch it. But yeah.
0: Cool. All right. And then now on to the one short thing. Would you like yeah. to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first since uh, since Harish didn't allow us to talk about this topic uh, as a, uh. As, a as a topic on lah. But there's yes. this great video going around of a bunch of Singaporeans who seem to have organized their own poker night, uh, you know, at someone's house lah, private poker night. Uh, but the the video starts with them already like uh, uh, abandoning the game because one of the poker players. Has a has a UV light torchlight on him, and he has discovered that the cards that they are using in the middle of the poker game are marked cards. That means you shine the UV light in the back of the cards, you can actually see what the card is. Yeah, something comes up, <laughs> and then the host is this beefy, jacked up guy who who you know who like goes to the gym and all that. He's like he's denying you know any any involvement with the cheating and he's like he can't explain the existence of these cards being used at his house i'm assuming he's the is his house right mm. and and then like you know everyone's accused everyone else around him including the person who's filming the video or that is accusing him of cheating and they say that oh you know if we don't get our, our money back we'll go to the police and all that and uh, the irony of it is probably like uh, they probably all have more to explain if they actually go to the police cuz Cause it seems like they are organized. It's like organized gambling den or something like that. Like, you know, <laughs> so there's a whole irony there, But but I, I just find it very funny because I watched a video and I can't say for certain. Uh, who is the who is the cheater here, like, You know, because mm. circumstantially it looks like the host looks he, he acts really like he's really behaving like he doesn't know what the hell is going on. He's not wearing spectacles or contact lenses. So how is he cheating? You know, if the cards are marked. Um, then you know there are other questions that if you see if you see the discussions and comments, people are like, why why would someone carry around a UV like like this, you know? <laughs> and there's conspiracy theories that maybe they they've been playing over a couple of days and then they've been losing a lot of money and they want to cut their losses. That's why they, they slipped in these cards in inside. La. So um they're all very pertinent questions and uh I, I feel like everyone should watch the video for yourself and judge for yourself who who you believe is telling the truth. La. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, while, while I didn't want to talk about it as a topic. I watched the
0: video and, I, yeah, same. I would highly recommend everyone watching. It because it's, it's, it's entertaining, It looks right? like a scene from a reality
1: TV show. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to CSI and just determine yeah. for yourself who you think is like. And then,
0: like, the characters, oh, yeah, there's this beefy guy who looks like he could beat the shit out of these three kids. And, and then his
1: girlfriend's just standing there at the side, like, <laughs> recording the video and all that. It's just funny. And then, and then
0: like, the other people, yeah, some people are saying, oh, no, return the money. He's like, bro, are you hinting that I'm cheating? I yeah. did not know that the cars are marked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are marked, but you can and see my eye. I'm I'm not yeah. wearing a lens. I'm not <laughs> yeah. wearing contacts.
1: So I don't know. Just the whole thing just is just the kind of situation yeah, sure. if you're caught in, you're like, what the hell is there? Where's the hidden cameras here? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is also a developing story that I hope there's a part
0: two and a part three and a part four. Sure.
1: Yeah, more videos of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because it. I great. love the the guy looks jacked la. I love that if if he also got to fight with everyone after that also that right? <laughs> it could be like a wrestling match at that.
0: Yeah, yeah, three on one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay, and and my one shock thing is uh, that I've I'm I'm I've been powering through BoJack Horseman, and I think way back I may have mentioned it as a show like recommended it like a long time ago. But I resume I'm now on season six, and it continues to blow me away. Like it's a, it's a Netflix animated show that. I think ended its sixth season run a few years ago. But I would say if anyone's looking for a show to watch, right? Uh, so far every season has been great. Um the one caveat is that it, it I mean it follows the life of this actor who was a star back in the day. He happens to be an anthropomorphic horse and he struggles living uh, living in a life of stardom and holding on to his past and it's it's a comedy, but it's also very dark. Uh, Mm. And now the final season, it continues to just, uh, like, uh, impress me. So I, w- I would recommend everyone, anyone looking for a show, you haven't watched BoJack Horseman, just watch a few episodes. It might not be everyone's cup of tea because sometimes it gets fucking dark. And mm. I personally had to stop, I think, midway through season two and a half because, yeah, like, uh, I think going, like, life wasn't the, there was some sh- stuff going on and watching the show reminded me of that and I was like, oh, shit, this is too close. Uh, so I stopped, but then after that I resume and like it's great lah. I fucking love mm.
1: it. Awesome, we love it. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, I think I'm in season two right now. So. Season two. was oh, gonna get yeah, dark so man. I'll pick up. It's gonna yeah. Get that. Pick it cool. up. The pace. Pick up the pace.
0: Cool man. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll and see you um, all
1: uh, probably yeah, in a bit lah. Right. In a bit. In a bit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Adios.